Impeachment Ninja Warrior and Meru Governor Kawira Mwangaza brought light in the night by commissioning a zebra crossing. The zebra crossing was commissioned while also being painted to save time and give cars a fresh coat of wet paint on their way to Mira delivery. Second up in Shinani Ganri, Kemsa is back to topping corruption charts with a new 4 billion scandal on mosquito nets. Shout out to all unqualified companies on their consistency to be in the room where it happens. Last but not least in letdowns, Attorney General of Kenya and man proving that expectations from the government can always be lowered further, say that the cost of living is not unique to Kenya and that we should brace ourselves for harder times. Given the possible passing of the Finance Bill 2023, your journey to having close to nothing starts now. <laughs> Alright guys, welcome to a special edition of the Kissing Ali Podcast. Today we have uh, one of my buddies in the building. Yeah. Justin Wonder. Hey, finally, to make a kiss Yangani podcast. Ma what you Justin Wonder, ma Thank you it's for having me. a minute for you to get here. Man. Yes, huh? yes. Uh, I was on a tour. I've been looking for you, ma <laughs> like gold. Chicken yadi? Sasa unakuja podcast angle ni? Always make it this week because we talk out of the country. Ah, uh, sina time so, left. So, unarudi lili from out of the country ndiyo come to for the podcast? <laughs> Because <laughs> when you pick airport. <laughs> <laughs> no, but good to see you, Mazi. Good to you, you see you. You had a long journey getting here. Eh? Yes, it was really long, mm. but a lot of fun too. Ah. Yeah. Ulijipata uko ile toje mkuruko. Chikimanuni ko mkuruko anjenga. Is it around here? Watatu tuseme I am a traveler at heart. Tataka ni ko huko lazima kasi ni kupotea. It took me like I think an hour and a half uh, outside of like the two hour journey I'd already oh, put in to get man. here. Yeah. What time did you leave home? I don't know, around 12.30 or Because you know with you, eh, I yeah. was expecting you on time. I'm always on time. You know most of my guests get here later. Meskia watu wa stand up. The only person who was on time was Ty. Was it Ty Fika? Before time. But you know Ty is now like a ranking professional. So no wonder is it a lot. No wonder he only put a TMI with Ty. He said he was a man as he could take out for late. That's how they ranked us out. You know how he didn't want to tell us. If there's one thing that's important is showing up on time. So Ty, I think he's a guy. No, but shout out to Ty. Shout out to him. Very nice. He was one of the first guys who came through for the podcast. Hey, that's good. I thought he won't come back. Ah, tie up one give. What time him say we are to? Yeah, he does show up. Aliniambia one time ana come. I thought I love to pitch. Chekniaje. So, uh, the concept <laughs> of the podcast. Hello? Oh, I call you back later. Ugo ugo na ukarani sai. Deal ni ana sai. You know who I called the other day and invited the podcast yeah. Ndugusha. Uh-huh. So yes he said he'll come yeah. uh, eventually mm -hmm. but uh, the pitch that I gave him hey, hey. bro ita bidi unadhani unaweza piga tu njukush drawing uh, charts with my hands Jackie, so the the concept is that you will just come and then uh, <laughs> you will just have a conversation about I, I just need to know if there was a time where he like paused no maliza kufanya shinani <laughs> the like, ah, and then the voice he was using wasn't the kawaida voice yeah, anymore. Yeah, hey, everyone has like a professional. Well, they became corporate man. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked at my phone to see if it's truly him. <laughs> but he said he's come. He just said, I think he's really busy with his. Um, his tour. See, he's doing like uh, I think he was in the UK, yeah. and then he's also going to Australia. Shout out to Jugush. Like he's such a like good satirical creator. I love it. But you know what I admire about him is how he's built an online based business. Huh? Yo, and that it's hard. Ah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it's, it's hard, especially to be consistent for as long as he has yeah, been. Yeah, yeah it's especially uh, what I admire most is uh, going through those linears. You know those linears initially what before kinds? people start giving you money for your product. Eh? Oh my God! So uh, I wonder how he went through that. I don't know how long it took. For yeah, him. and also that kind of transition from. Like having a character as prolific as Jugush from Real House Helps, House Helps of Kawangware, yeah. and then transitioning to like a whole character that's just a standalone, yeah. and it's so good. Yeah, People yeah. are willing to watch every because he's like done live shows before, yeah, and, and then like he they sells they, them yeah, out. The guy does it in those huge uh, William Ruto tents. Yo, like a <laughs> bro, politician level numbers. Hey, respect. <laughs> Ah, you know, you know those William Ruto tents, right? Those no. for Sundays. Yeah, but like those ones are just where the politicians are sitting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, for real, those are just the politicians. The yes. front rows, eh? Yeah. How are you going to Yeah, how can you chief na masab that's a rough. Man. Yeah. But uh, if you don't know Justin, Justin is a prolific comedian and writer and just all around. Nice person, man. Yes, yeah? I, I really try. I yeah, really, on the yeah. niceness, I really try. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> one of those uh, nice, very nice people, but very brilliant writer. I told Thank you this you. before, but I'm saying it now on the podcast again. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend of mine, Long John, who's yes. now killing it in America. Bro, big huh? fan. Huh? So Long John. Lan Mojo Nasi. Maze. Yes. But he's no longer using Long John. Yeah, I think he dropped the name. Yeah, because he was getting a visa, a working visa for America. So one of the... I think one of the one of the things his lawyer told him was just use your name yeah, yeah instead yeah. of using this other moniker. I think it's very hilarious that he has such a Zimbabwean name. Uh, like Lan Lan Mo. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a stereotype. I love it. And it's weird that in, in in Zimbabwe, like there are people with those names. Yeah. you've been there, right? R- yes. Ah. but like most of the people I met had like. They, they are ethnic names they were using their ethnic names uh-huh. so i think that was the best part like yeah. i didn't get anyone with like a very yeah. very funny name study hard maybe <laughs> maybe there are breaks uh, yeah bad breaks podcasting juma walking tadiwa walking tadiwa ah that's more zimbabwe bro zimbabweans bro msi i change just mm. keep Keep being you. How long were you in Zimbabwe for? I wasn't there for a long time. I think it was just a couple of days. Mm. Yeah, because my work uh, coincided with the show we're doing with Mamito. You remember Mamito and Friends? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to come back to do that show. Uh, So I told those guys, if I'm coming, I'm just here for like two, three days and mm-hmm. I'm out. And they're like, yeah, it's cool. Because uh, uh, what we need you for won't take that long. But so yeah. when you landed in Zimbabwe, was it the immigration smooth? Um, uh, they said Bro, I don't think those people have bills. immigration. Uh. I think those people just have people looking like immigration. So, uh-huh. they're, they're not that strict. Uh. They're very welcoming. Oh, they are? Yeah. There's this Kenyan chick called Trudy. Is mm-hmm. it Trudy? No, no, no. There's a lady called African Tigress. She's a travel vlogger on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Eh? Mm-hmm. So she went to Zimbabwe and then the, the, uh, when she was checking in, mm-hmm. this uh, immigration officer was telling her to bribe her. Eh? Okay, I think In summary. Maybe they, they, bribe, they ask for bribes for people who look like they can pay a bribe. <laughs> They looked at you and said, hey, you, uh, you, uh, I, This one does not have. I, there's no way. Because <laughs> you, you like, uh, oh, the, the, I felt like it was like two immigration ladies and they were very fast. It's like you just 
chap chap yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. and also like i got there like really early so sometimes because there's not that much of a commotion ah, okay. you just get to steal through ah. yeah what yeah. time do you get there six then around seven ah. yeah oh it wasn't packed with the tourists no, and no. what's the city like is it's, it like nairobi i will say this right now i think I've, j- i've done this bit before but if you've been to kakamega that's exactly how <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how Harare feels. that small? It's very chill. Uh. People are in no hurry to be anywhere. Uh. They have a street called What is it called? I think it's called Robbing. Mm. It has a very funny name. But like most of their prolific streets are like the heroes who fought for independence yeah. and then the rest of them that just look like downtown nairobi all right yeah yeah, yeah. so uh back to the long john story so long john mm-hmm. my uh, land yes when he came to nairobi to do stand-up then he saw you on on stage he said you're a good writer see hmm? you guys this story has taken so long to no, get here <laughs> Check he finishes the story at last. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're already thinking of other things. No, most like, guys, we moved on. We most guys on. normally think I've forgotten when I know it. Yeah, but like that's how a comedian thinks. Like yeah. they can take you through on a journey and by the time they get there, mm. you just kind of hope the punchline is really yeah. amazing. <laughs> Check what's the punchline? She's a good writer. Ah, that's a great punchline. <laughs> This is a good comedian. A, a win is a win. I'll take I'll take the <laughs> so now yeah. were you were you were you one of those good writers like your compositions were killers huh? I Jackie, say... I wake up early in the morning and the peter patter of feet woke me up <laughs> <laughs> I never wrote compositions <laughs> like that I'll uh, just say this Kwanza one of the reasons that uh I think I am where I am as a writer yeah. I had a really good English teacher in primary school ah, was it He was No, I think he was a Lunge. I'm Lunge not sure. I'm not sure, but uh, like I think he was a Lunge. Uh-huh. He was one of the in class eight specifically. Yeah. He was very intentional about us not doing cliche compositions. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So uh-huh. that uh in the mind of like a 12 year old, you're like, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm excited to do something that's not the same as everyone uh-huh. else. So he would give us like different scenarios. Uh-huh. It was like a courtroom this is happening write a story around that yeah. okay you can write it from the point of the defendant you can write it from the point of the judge so as a kid when you're writing that composition like your creativeness is not now just tied to like the big words yeah. you're putting on the yeah. page it's the story it's the picture you're painting so we got so excited about that and one of the last things he told us to write that i remember was can you people write like a funny thing uh, that has ever oh, happened okay, or like okay. a very funny instance like yeah. at that time you don't know how to write funny yeah. you just want to uh, like you want to impress him with like a very a big thing that happened that you're trying to translate as funny but he taught us how to write funny so he he got us like wa home mutai oh yeah excerpts. yeah he used yeah. to write funny yeah so can you imagine at that age being exposed to that kind of information yeah true huh? and those are your formative years yeah. like you're just excited to like you're like a sponge yeah. and then also it helps it you was, think different because yes. uh, when you talked about not writing conventionally i was thinking about those normal you know intros to compo- compositions yeah. eh? i woke up suddenly <laughs> <laughs> suddenly there was, there a, was loud a big bang, bang. <laughs> a bead of sweat went down my back 
<laughs> Take it towards my eye. No, and this is she uh, was down exciting. my spine. <laughs> my teacher his name is Mr. Ingabo he was like um, very opposed to that kind of writing like oh, okay. I want you to be creative about the story you're telling mm. the characters you're writing mm-hmm. so I didn't see it then maybe fully yeah true yeah because like you're, you're a student you're like who wants to do yeah, all this work yeah. like can he not give us all this uh, work why is he giving us extra thinking yeah. things uh, I still have science at, at 4pm uh, so I don't know why you want to I'm a double maths <laughs> yeah, I'm a double maths after you've eaten I used like, to hate double maths I mean <laughs> Me, I hate maths. Did you, ever get, did you ever get like double maths in the afternoon? Yes, yeah, so you know, it happens. It, this is how double maths goes to the afternoon. Yeah. In the morning, he wasn't there. So now in the afternoon, he oh, switches. He with switches. The like home science. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Check my name, Mr. Sidri, who is not there. So we love double maths in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> You're already tired in the lesson as it was tired. And you're digesting that lunch. <laughs> ah. So that guy is over there teaching G calculus, G algebra. And the funny thing is, I dropped biology and started doing physics. Huh? Like, what was wrong with me as a kid? Me, I don't think I was. A <laughs> I was a normal kid. Wait, Paka, the bio did, teacher but did told you me, enjoy did you? physics? Did no. you enjoy physics? You're telling me I was horrid at maths. You were just like over there just <laughs> with the whole subject that yeah, you were not interested yeah. in. No, I, was, I don't know why I chose it. <laughs> I don't know why. Wait, I, how many subjects were you allowed to choose and how many were you dropping? Okay. I don't remember, this, but now you could have an option. Mm. So you could say, like for me, ideally I should have done biology and uh, maybe commerce. Yes. So instead of doing that, I did physics, which I was poor at. <laughs> then I did drawing and design, because I'm a good graphic designer. Yes. But I thought it was something to do with, you know, graphics, but Kumbi, it was technical drawing. I did, did, did just yes. like, yo, to you, that's a whole different yeah, genre. I really draw a machine <laughs> which can hold up a ceiling. Like, Those are the things asking us on KCC, man. Checking me during the paper. Check. First of all, what kind of KCC is this? You're like being given a technical exercise. Yeah, see, it was, see, that was part of technical drawing. Oh, my goodness. If you do it as a course, so they tell oh, you yeah. to draw so you do different angles, look at this object from different angles. You know, you're like, ah. what is this? Man? Me, I was just waiting to finish so that I can finish and go and say bye to my girlfriend, <laughs> my high school chick. Checky, goodbye. See you uh, later in life. That is so, that is the weirdest commitment. <laughs> it's like, can this end? <laughs> I have someone that's very important. I have an appointment. But then speaking of writing, you know, in, in, um, mm. in my, English used to be my best subject. Mm-hmm. So uh, during too, yeah. during uh, the KCC, the, the last paper, yep. they said write a story about cooking ugali, right? That so was your KCC. The answer, no, it wasn't ugali. It, it was um, it was ugali and something. <laughs> but so then they wanted us to write a recipe. Mm-hmm. But now me, I wrote a very nice story about cooking ugali. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a very dope. Interesting story that Mr. Ingo, what was his name again? Mr. Ingo, this is the man. <laughs> but now I failed it because now it was supposed to be a recipe. You see, that KCC thing is flawed. I love how you, you, you just did, you threw away the instruction. <laughs> this <laughs> this is my paper. thing. When you liquid a recipe, check imagine. Ah. I love that you just brought your own like answer and question too. Well, see, but That's it was a impressive. legendary answer. They should have given me the marks for yeah, this story. Like, they're like, look, we know you. <laughs> 
didn't follow but at least the story is nice uh, <laughs> wait how did you tell the story about cooking gali was no, it like my mother nice, came check it the pita pat <laughs> pita pat was one of my killer <laughs> sentences check it the pita pat pita pat Peter Potter's the Nita Musara to come through in KCPE maze. Ah. Can't learn a face like that and not use it like what? So <laughs> Mine was Nincompoop. I just oh, didn't know yeah. where to put it. <laughs> you think about to a Nincompoop in a recipe, Jackie. Okay. The seller was a Nincompoop of onions which we need. <laughs> I'm going write onions but in brackets not buy from a ninkong. <laughs> yeah, I needed five onions from a ninkong poop but it's only <laughs> But you know what? Yeah. I don't know about I don't know how the system is now. Yeah. But I feel like uh, the idea of grading a student over the years mm-hmm. instead of on one major exam yeah. is a better idea. I agree with you. Cuz that also just there's like so much weight in the learning process that gets lost mm. in one exam. Cuz my exam and the first that is like what topic is this because in your head you can't even remember mm. it's not that you're a bad student yeah. it just happens that for this particular thing you just don't remember yeah true and then something might be happening to you at that time for, of the exam yeah, yeah. So like maybe you've lost a parent maybe you've lost a friend or like just maybe you'd be going through a tough year and that happens so, so much like so many changes are happening to people's lives yeah, all the time yeah, that too this this times huh? umeshika kwa mat karibu ugongo yeah, na ningine you just cross off your day and then you still are supposed yeah, to do KCSE so, like so now that grades you for the rest of your life yeah and like, like me, people cannot... it's like a marker of shame oh, and that's not fair like me i can't convince anyone i was good at my uh, english in high school <laughs> oh when the indian assembly oh when you learn the history So I think uh, but I'm thinking maybe CBC has changed those things. Yeah, but the problem with CBC is like they didn't think the entire curriculum through. So right now like JCC J is it JSS? JSS students who are no supposed to, like those are junior secondary. Okay, okay, okay. They don't have teachers. They don't have books. Mm. They don't have like a full curriculum. Teachers don't know what they're doing. Mm. So, yeah, the system is nice that it's being tweaked in that way, but They didn't create people yeah. to make the the thing work, right? No. Cuz now you're just They're a regular 844 teacher, then you're told, yeah, now we have a new curriculum. And the way hey, have you ever met a teacher who doesn't like change? Mm, yeah, true. most teach, most of most people hate change. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of environment is just like a recipe for mm. just chaos. Were you in boarding in primary? No, no, no. I went to boarding, I think, in class 7 and 8. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a little later than most people. Because ah. most people went went to boarding at class 4. Ah. I'm like, But that's not like me. You, your parents don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you just... Can you imagine the decision to make your toy cheeky? Okay, uh, what can we do uh, with this uh, child? If there's one thing a 9-year-old needs... <laughs> is to live with strangers, man. Uh, and also, most of those boardings weren't like nice ones. Yeah? No. Actually... There's called Naivasha boarding which used to be like a prison eh? did you did you go to boarding school early no I was at home me would not have checking my woman is like me I had a good life <laughs> checking the good life good 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 life good <laughs> I didn't go to boarding in primary hey, I, I don't think me I was soft oh that's so have, cute uh, me would not have acted boarding even for one was terrorism for me eh? like did you go like were you thrown into those boarding schools where it's like Co- complete chaos. Form one. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. form one, I went to a school called St. Patrick's Eton. 
so I was not mm, used mm, to that. I know, I know St. Patrick's Eaton. Yeah. We went there one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. There's a time we went to CCG who running. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I went to Moigal's high school. Eldred. Oh, you in Moigal Dildi? Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice so school. So this over there. Ah. We went to Eaton. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah, no, it wasn't fun for me, much. <laughs> But I know where that school is. It's very hilly. It's like yeah. Then the first week you're made to run. <laughs> yeah. Let me am alone. I'm not for long term. Like you know, they make you do long distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's uh, it produces athletes. Yes. So the first thing they do is check if there are any athletes in the stream. That's eh? such a funny way to check. Why don't they just like ask, ask your yeah. program? <laughs> like, just ask. Check uh, how many of you wanna run. <laughs> You look like you can yeah, run. Like, like me, do I look like I can do <laughs> a Kipchoge style run? I love that they believed in you and then you gave up on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy not to be in class. I'm so sorry. That is hilarious. Funny man. enough, some of our classmates were athletes, Mate. Yeah, that's the, the so weirdest thing. We've seen them part. on TV, Mate. There were some who never even used to read. Like them, that, they was, just that, that was the out. Yeah. Respect. So in class, they'd get D's, but. I, I wish I was one of those people who could just like use sports to like uh, navigate the rest yeah. of my existence. I'd be so happy. No, but it also it was also problematic because some weren't as good. They're good. Oh. If they run with me, they're good or you or oh, maybe like if they do. When it comes to a regular person, yes. they're a top tier yes, athlete. Yes, but yes. when it comes to other athletes, yeah, yeah. they're a D student. Yeah, yeah. D student, and you can't really get into that level. Bro, that's very high. I I would cry. Yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry to them. That's yeah. so unfair. Because yeah, so. like they believe in themselves. Yeah. That's the worst part. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know Elgon View? Yeah. It's a dope store. It's too, a right? dope store. Okay. I think I should move to Eldoret uh, before they release it. It's G jumps, but I can't live there. That place traumatized me. Oh, it's already expensive. Oh, you, you didn't uh, like your experience in high school? No. And then it was really cold for some reason. Uh-huh. Like, Uko July, June, it was so cold. Unnecessary. I'm like, we don't even live next to a mountain. What's this? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm, I don't like cold. Oh, you guys so bu- did you have bullies? Yeah, I was bullied in Form 1. Oh, yeah. And the lady who bullied me is now a lawyer, so I really can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk shit about her. She mm. might just sue me, yeah. Mm. But she really bullied me, like... Like, continuously? Yeah, for the entire Form 1 first term. So what What? What were the, like, the uh, aspects when, of when the When girls bully, bully you, it's more of a mental war uh. than it is a physical war. Like, I will take a beating any day, uh. but... When someone is talking down to you oh, and you yeah. snide comments all the time. Yes. Oh. And it's so mean, you don't even know what to do with it. Oh. You know, like you just feel like you you don't deserve any of it, but you also don't know how to fight back if uh-huh. you because you have to fight back with their weapon. Otherwise oh, okay. you you lo- you lose. Ah. Yeah. So you never used to fight back, you just be I used to cry. I was a oh, bitch. Yeah. I used to cry. <laughs> and I'm sure you are small. <laughs> You know those too small for months. Oh my Check god. It. I was so scrawny and skinny. Is just in one. I used to, I was I was tallish, <laughs> but I was like scrawny. It was just oh, okay, okay. yeah. Uh. So I would I would try to be <laughs> to stand up for myself, uh, but it, it didn't work because I, I I was never around people who talked back. Because uh, you know there are people who grew up with people who yeah, talk yeah, back and yeah. then you know how to do that. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh. Yeah. So when she left you're happy. She didn't leave. Oh, what are you together? She was in Form 3 and she was in Ninigi. 
She was in form one Eish. when I was in form one. That's how you know that's a proper bully. They start out early. You're being bullied by your ah, uh, you that's bad. By my mother. peer. Ah, that's and, and she was like, I'll just say she was very intimidating. She wasn't even taller than me, but she was very intimidating mm. just because of how she spoke. Mm. Yeah. And she was like those people who used to tell us all the time, we came here to study, others are here mm. to waste time. And yeah. I'm like, eh. They want for lecture. See, see, and us. First time, <laughs> <laughs> me was part of the wasting time. Group. Bro, me I was a cloud. Uh-huh. Me I liked, I liked being a cloud. Uh-huh. I don't know about you, but like Aish, that was obviously. my favorite yeah, thing. To, instead of during prep, I used to draw things, <laughs> like KJ in a in a meeting for Gava. Maybe <laughs> I'll just ask right now. What, what time does KJ yeah, do police? his work is amazing. What time does he do police? that guy. KJ, like answer us. Me, I'm curious. Answer us if you're watching KJ. Please, KJ, we are curious. <laughs> me, I'm curious. Me, I love your drawings, but can we hmm? can we get an answer? Can we do some work, man? Yeah. So after high school, how did you, how did you start getting into stand up, man? I don't know how to explain this. As I said, like I was always a clown. I was I liked that kind of just like doing nonsense. Mm. But I wasn't like an actor or anything. I used to spend a lot of time in high school writing. Mm. Like I just write like TV shows. Oh, I didn't, right. Yeah. You used to write t- you're like this is a concept for a TV show. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I would write that and I'd write the conversations and I'd write them in a funny way. Mm. And then when I went to uni I would also do the same thing. I didn't know like I knew I could pursue a course in like film, so I did some like minor units in that particular area. And then when I left, I just I thought I'd like just get into the job market, you know, put so your what head did you down. Do I did art, oh, fine art. art, yeah. Like drawing? Are you an artist? You can. Yeah, draw. I do draw. Ah. But like, Man, I'm so rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was the best. I was just these students in that class. <laughs> Me, I don't know. Me, I can't draw. Me, I was a new student. In that. Like, I, was, I did fail because I was kind of good, mm. but I wasn't the best in the class. And okay. you can tell. Did you choose to do fine art? So, oh. I, I, cho- I chose two BA courses. I chose film and I chose also fine art. Okay. And then, you know how selections for... Where do they just put you randomly? Somewhere? Yeah, they're not even inquiring about yeah, your interests. Why, why do they do that, those guys? So, see, me, I was thrown in fine art. Mm. I went there. I was like, I can hack this. My mm. brother was like, are you sure? Like, maybe you should, we should change courses. He was like rallying for me to do telecommunications engineering. Mm. And I no, went, checked, good. and mm. he, he was like, okay, so the fee is very high. All right. So unless we're willing to pay that kind of amount, and I was very keen on not getting help mm. i just didn't want any debt when i left uni i was very very adamant i was oh. like i'm not doing this if How i'm come? getting uh, debt. where did that come from uh because my sister my sister's help debt has like really sumbuad her mm. yeah because sometimes like you're just this close to getting surgery done and then something happens maybe like your job changes or like you lose income for a while and then now it keeps piling oh, on okay. yeah uh. so i was like i don't want to do that uh. and then i realized even if i'm doing art i won't pay that much money and my brothers didn't mind paying that little fees because uh. it's government sponsored i went as oh. like a government sponsored student oh, okay. Okay. yeah so mm-hmm. like the fee was subsidized uh. which right now has been removed do you know they have removed yeah they've removed the subsidy for like gava like you have to pay full amount what's the subsidy for everyone yeah if you if you got a certain grade mm-hmm. 
uh, in KC, KCSC, yeah? yeah. And then the school called you for that course. They subsidize your fee. So the governors uh, removed that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then added taxes. Yes. To 35%. So good luck to all of you going to uni. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's time you find out. <laughs> You'll have to go do some TVET courses. This fast. is this is one of the jokes I like to do. Elimu ni nguvu ya mfuko. That's a... <laughs> But if you're if you're it's rich true. enough, there's so much education you can afford. Man. That's so true. And like even the opportunity, even the rooms you're in, they're not the same yeah. at all. And that is why I find it weird how you know, like Africans, yeah, uh, African governments want us to compete on the same level as the European ones. Eh? Those guys, there's some countries which have free campo free. all the way to PhD. Free. So you're hanging out with a 23-year-old who has a PhD. And mass. you're not like studying like a, huh? a course that doesn't have, like you have opportunities, yeah. like it aligns. Even the school has set up a structure in which you can actually do some yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. there or like outside. See, Uku, you're living in union, then you're Mas being asked what you, you study. You have to do a in the whole village. Yeah. They pay for you, you come to campo, then you become a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you the and, whole then you village. Fin- and then you finish and then there's no jobs hey. <laughs> you become one of the village drugs bro what kind of you're telling people you used to go to uni and no one believes you there's like, a video you saw some guy had sold his <coughs> land eh? oh, no. and then uh, <laughs> okay it's funny it's a sad but funny story it, it's just a meme which was going around yeah. so this guy had sold his land mm-hmm. to pay fees for his daughter Oh, yeah. So he takes the la- the money for the land. So mm-hmm. they are signing the agreement. I don't know if you saw the video. Yeah. And then he is giving the chick, the the daughter, the money, and saying, "When you go to school, don't become a prostitute." Oh my goodness! Me what? Much. You never saw that video? I've never seen that video. That's insane. So like, was, was he telling her in front of like yeah. the Harambe? Yeah, in front of the Jumuiawa. <laughs> Check it, subscribe to my OnlyFans, yeah. Check, check it. it. May I think if if you go to OnlyFans, even <coughs> at a, like a pseudo. Even no, even like when your dad doesn't agree but you're making a ton of money. Uh-huh. Especially if you go back home with a range, they they won't ask. Uh, oh yeah, they won't, right? They won't ask. Yeah, They're my daughter is rich. They'll say she's not a prostitute. Yes, she's a very hard-working <laughs> online she's worker. An actor. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's another day I was on move and some chick came and told me to subscribe to OnlyFans. Chick, hi, I want you to subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so he said so, but I knew I'm not going to subscribe. Chicky Manu being not supporting <laughs> local businesses. Why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a there's a friend of that chick. Hmm. Uh, actually, it was okay. Let me not say it's actually then. So <laughs> that that chick friend was around, yeah, mm-hmm. but so he was saying that chick didn't even need to be on OnlyFans. Mm. Like she didn't need the money. You get like she's but already doing well. She has a good job, so she didn't need. She didn't need like... five, my five dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then there are people who like that. It's like being doing oh, okay. that. Uh-huh. It's not about like the money oh, per se. It's a passion. Yeah. It's like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this podcast is a work. It's not a passion. I need yeah. the money. Yeah, he needs the money. <laughs> if you can give him five dollars uh, a month, that a would month. be uh, very yeah, happy. Just eat up for Yeah. <laughs> 
So you're saying there are guys who just want to be yeah, strict? Yeah, there are people yes. who really just enjoy the work. But is it a new thing lately? I don't think so. I think sex work has always been around. Mm. It's just that right now, because it's in our faces all the time, we feel like, oh, it's a whole thing, it's a whole wave. I don't think so. Mm. People have just always been like this. And then it's now just it's that we, easier we know to... way too much about other people. Uh, yeah. Some guys were telling me they were killing it on Tinder. Yeah, what? What? No, I don't know. Guys are swiping. Is it swiping left or right? No, me, I don't know. Me, I don't know. Tinder found to be apps. married. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is good for you, Manu. I don't think... Can you imagine finding me on Tinder? <laughs> Chicky. Chicky, this is not Manu. <laughs> ah, Chicky, I like uh, podcasting and also No, I'm, I'm from Kitengala. <laughs> Chicky, be checking for chicks in my zone. Chicky, okay, okay. <laughs> It's like we got samburu. Me and get chicks all the way to Namanga. Chicky Namanga, there's somebody. Chicky, if you're willing to move outside the country, you might as well. Ah yeah. So uh, yeah, we're talking about campo. Mm. So so you decided to do finance. Yeah. And then, because I had asked you what you what you did in campo. Yeah, right? I did finance, and then I also minored in some courses in film. And yeah, but so, I like the way you knew what you want to do. Man. I didn't always know. This that's the iro- the uh, the irony. I mm. didn't always know. Like the friends that I made in uni that did film, uh, one of them is literally the person who does my edit work. All right. She's amazing, <coughs> and we met purely by chance. Mm-hmm. And it's because I I had the interest. I just didn't know what it was I was doing. Because mm. after uni, I got a job. I was like, I'll be one of those people, you, you wake up every day, you do the right thing, you know, have a job. Mm-hmm. And then the job didn't work out. Mm, it wasn't any art-related job. No, right? it was an interior design job. Oh, it was right. art-related. Oh, okay. But at the same time, it wasn't paying me what I thought it would pay me. I didn't feel like I would progress. And also, I just felt stuck. Mm. So what picked my interest then was comedy. Like That's when like comedy was aligning into my my life mm, again because mm. that's when um what what happened i think i was in mombasa at my sister's before i started that job <clears throat> and i was watching awkward black girl the series that became insecure mm-hmm. so i was watching it at that time and i'm like i'd like to create something like this and then one day when i was watching awkward black girl it's like youtube recommends like a random video after so it brought up last week tonight and mm. they were interviewing that guy for you are gay oh right yeah yeah, yeah. pepe onzima oh, you the, oh okay okay yeah. pepe was the one being interviewed yes uh-huh. um what's his name uh john oliver had had him and then they played that clip oh, okay. and i'm like this is so funny yeah. and like these people are literally like ugandans over here yeah, true. and like so i watched the entire show and i found it was very interesting that he was breaking down really complex topics and it was very funny i was like i would like to do something like this but i didn't know mm-hmm. so i just kept watching more comedy more comedy and like when my job got harder that's when i got into stand-up mm. yeah so i was you remember when we met, I used to have a job. I used to like leave work and come to perform. I don't even remember that you had a job. Mostly. Oh my God. Huh? It was like... <laughs> 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 but I just like, not me as an unemployed person. Is it? <laughs> no, I just see you in the evening. So I just... Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So I used yeah. to have a job, like go to the job the entire day and then journey I come do stand up. Because where did we meet? At the blues, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, those days there were no open mics. Yeah, they, it was just blues. Uh, it was the blues Monday and then like Saturday once a month. Yeah. Yeah, we did used to see each other a lot by the way. Yeah. 
Because uh, it was just like one it. show a month. Yeah, it was just that blues show, and uh, we tried some other two small, small shows. But I think by then I, I we'd, we'd known each other, Kiasi. Yeah. No, but your growth from that time to mm. the day I was watching you on stage, I was with some new comics, and I was like, you know, all of us just started like you guys. Uh, I was like, hey, you should have seen Justine when she came. She's not the way she was. She is yeah. now, and we like, were all really green. I can imagine the kind of the the small steps you don't see because mm. like for you there was a whole switch like when you went to SC and then you came back yeah. you were like okay I, I need, really need to yeah. grow as and a performer and just yeah. start afresh yeah. and that kind of switch for me I think it happened slowly over just showing up performing watching other comics listening to like advice from people like consider my mentors you mm. Doug like because mm. when someone is a little more seasoned there's an ease that they bring to the stage. Mm-hmm. Me, I wasn't there yet. Yeah, but I used to perform like I was reading my <laughs> And how did you know about the scene, though? Um, so I did an open mic at... Uh, Alchemist. No, wait. I did an open mic at... What was it called? It was Abu Sense. I don't know if you know him. Who? Abu. Mm-hmm. He was... Um, He's like a writer. They're the ones who created Too Early for Birds. Oh, okay. So I used to do like an open mic, used to run. Oh. Then from over there, I met Onjoro. Oh. Onjoro came to, I think, oh, one of yes. them or something. He was like, hey, I'm so excited to see you. I'm having a, a, a gig. A gig. Do you, you want to come? I was like, of course. Yeah. It's like, I'm a stand-up now. If mm. someone is calling me to do a yeah. performance. I'm making it. I am making it. <laughs> mm-hmm. your, your time, you were not even being paid anything. Like, yeah. we were just showing up to places. Maybe yeah. someone will buy you yeah. a drink. Yeah, if someone gives you money, it's pure luck. Yeah. So that time, I think I went to the, what is it called? Um, to Anjoro's gig. Mm. And I think over there, I met George. And that's where I met Doug, too. Oh, okay. And then, like, Doug, when he started the, the blues, he was like, oh, I'm... I have this thing going if you guys want to come. Mm. So it was just that kind of connect where the moment I started is also when the scene was kind of starting. Mm. Yeah. No, but so what do you think of the scene now? And like, uh, though that will take the story too fast, Kabila Tufika, I wanted to know about your, because uh, after you said stand up, you know, you've done so many uh, huge shows. You even have, you have a 15 minutes on Showmax, right? Me, I have here. 15 guys, minutes special. Sap- hey. Yeah? Support comics, you guys. You have no idea. You have no idea how hard it takes, like, to get to places have like this. Have you watched this? this? Your 15 minutes. Yeah, it's very embarrassing to watch yourself <laughs> back. It's like, what was I she doing? She goes, she's not watched. She's like me, Mazay Mitsuja. Look, I, I, I got over the whole I can't hear myself thing. Uh, I can't watch myself thing. Because I, I wanted to learn what it is I'm doing wrong so that I stopped doing those things. Mm. So there are two things I, I used to do. In the beginning, I'd record, like, my set as the video but memory my memory is to die like I have to find a way to know what it is I'm doing and how I can fix it so I'll just record the audio mm. and then when I get home before I sleep I'd listen back to mm. it I'm like hey that's how I said that mm. okay maybe we shouldn't and then over time I think that really helped me uh, grow. I also don't have a problem with the audio. My yeah. problem is with looking at my own face. But you, 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 there has to be a part of you that's like, what am I trying to get? So you're looking at yourself from the point of a critic and not, oh no, that's mm. me performing. You're not judging yourself, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like give yourself grace. 
what what you're able to do my new some other person would not be able to hack uh, yeah but but yeah but i know how important it is yeah but it's hard so it's very hard to watch yourself you're i like, think this weekend i'll watch that show max thing just give actually don't watch the whole thing if you if you don't want to watch like the first five minutes mm. yeah did you enjoy doing it though I really loved oh my god did you do only one episode i loved roast house i loved oh i hosted i think one where someone else was head- headlining and then i also d- had my own special mm. yeah i'm just in doing doing checking things me. checking me me i don't know what you guys are doing but me i'm doing things our roast house not to mention you enjoyed doing that too right? yeah i really loved roast house but i loved roast house because of how unique it was but like roast house was like fun yeah. you know like when you're doing your own material there's like so much self criticism because mm-hmm. that's the stuff you've worked on but like when it's roasted it's other the focus is on other people mm-hmm. like you're just over there to have fun because yeah, you did such a good job hosting bro no, thanks man it was like, fun every time we got up there just felt like we were welcome yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah and then you just these guys and then guys would laugh so much i'm like this guy is going how fun is that thing exactly because <laughs> you're not over you yeah. understand you're not overthinking it like these yeah. people people like I think this is a kink maybe everyone has where they just love hearing mm. other people get yeah, put down. Yeah, yeah, true. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. But when did you start now fake walk with Justin? Maybe check out fake walk with Justin. It's very smart with stuff. Yes. Some people get the news from fake walk now, eh? Yeah, the people who watch it religiously like the news and shout out to you guys but please read proper news sources. Uh. Like me I'm this is just like I I love the jokey jokey part but it's good to read more so it's not like one sided from my perspective. Uh, yeah. But regular news is boring and sad, eh? Bro, we today mm? Cheki four people <laughs> died in the, the county of Limuru after suffocating. 16 MPs have underwater. gotten 500 raises. What? Check <laughs> <laughs> like, the CSS are now enjoying their salaries of 800,000 which was added from 750. <laughs> <laughs> Two days the, into the job. There's no day I was driving into the expressway. Yeah. yeah. So you know the way as you're driving in there's this huge banner yeah, yeah. which displays how much money you have eh? mm-hmm. it says your number plate when you're using the ETC wait like everyone at the back can see how yeah, much you yeah. <laughs> how much balance you have <laughs> so the car in front of me had so 112000 like the ETC cuz that money is what you're going to use on the on the on they the they paid 112000 mazi mazi minus so you're trying to find your 350 <laughs> minus like 380 cuz you see it can't open the barrier if you have less than 360 yeah so you have, you have so, to so, have a minimum <laughs> yeah it is a minimum <laughs> to me i'm like hey that i really thought about my life checking me Eish! 100 and what you like that person is like like 30 yeah. times or like that person had more money yeah. than i had in my bank oh my. History. <laughs> ah. man was over there doing math is like this is hard <laughs> that was a long drive through the expressway when i check it hey have i really supposed to be on this road <laughs> you know that expressway if you hit something up okando you pay some mad fines do you see that thing yeah yeah, like yeah. the schedule of fines yes. on the expressway is it's one of the first K. things like i was like when i was reading about the expressway i was like yo good luck to everyone with money now you need a piece on it on fake work huh? yeah how many episodes have you done so far okay so i've done one full season <coughs> one full season you hold that thought just okay is it this one the lights is it this one you're looking for extra lights 
So I was asking you how many episodes you've thought you've uh, thought. Well, how many episodes? Okay, so this is this has been quite the journey. I think I started Facebook uh, four years ago, three years ago, four. Mm. It was just it was before the pandemic, yeah. Because during the pandemic is when my live show was cancelled. Much at when they from the beginning, show. yeah. I wanted to do a live fake work, sit down. Oh, okay. that was the original love. idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not the original idea. I was just like, I've grown kidogo. I would really love to do a live show. And then the pandemic hit, and I wasn't able to do it. It was supposed to be March 2020. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. But that's a whole other thing. Um, <clears throat> What Excuse happened? me. I'm curious. So uh, let's just start here. Okay. The reason I started Facebook was because I did not. The job I used to work was very random. Mm. Like we didn't have contracts. We just showed up every day. When it gets to the end of the month, you're given your cash at the back like some mm. illegal immigrants. immigrants yeah. yeah. And then we'd go home and I used to think this is so weird because like with every job, my other friends had, they had contracts, they had sit, sat down with an HR person, even my internship, I had to go through like a whole vetting process before like I got the internship and even like the small car thing they used to give me on top for my transport was like a whole procedure where you have to sign a document. So it's like, why is this job, why are we being paid at the back So you used to be paid, cash? But, uh, but there are some papers you'd sign. No, oh, like in, at my job, uh. we never used to sign, like, we're given cash, it's like your on day contract. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like William Django. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the week. Yeah. Uh. So, so that's t- how we used to get paid. Uh. And in my head, that was, that's very weird. So it's I wanted dodgy, to understand, yeah? yeah, I wanted to understand, like, what are the lo- labor laws in this country? Mm-hmm. How do they operate? Mm. So I would tell and read. And I told you, like, I was watching, like, John Oliver's last week tonight. I was yeah. watching The Daily Show, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was like, I want to know how work, how work works. Yeah. Like, how labor laws are. Um, do I get any protections if I don't have a contract? So... I tried asking for a raise. That's when I knew mm. this job, mm-hmm. you just get what you get. Mm. So I went to ask for a raise and they're like, no, you've been here. We know your probation has ended, but I don't think you've contributed anything in this company. And I'm like, I'm bringing jobs for four million, oh, three million. Right. And I'm like, what do you mean I've not contributed anything? Mm. Like you guys need to pay me. Mm-hmm. So when that fallout started, that's when my interest to do fake work was starting. Oh, okay, I was okay. like, I want to be able to explain what a job should be able to do for you mm. when you get Mm. And if you don't get contracts, what kind of protections do you have? Okay. So after that, there was a whole thing where the Ministry of Labor or something wanted people to pay NHF and what and nini. So that's when they gave us a contract. Mm. But it was also still shady. Like some of the outlines didn't make any sense. And I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And so, did you ever ask, how come we don't have contracts? I asked, and they're like, ah, don't ask that here. Mm. Hey, you know, you'll be fired. Yeah. And you're like, so okay. So now your colleagues, huh? Yeah. There are people who have worked at SG for 10 years and they don't Dealer have contracts. They now. don't have contracts. And they're paid like a lot of money, yeah. but it's all cash. What? Yes. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. So I was like, I want to be able to do like a, a series that at least explains uh-huh. this. But I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the research power. So I started like smaller 
news stories like the huduma number story mm. uh, what was the other thing um there's another story i did in the beginning like i did a bunch of small stories mm-hmm. so that was my season one where mm. it was just like everyday things that affect us that mm-hmm. the information doesn't feel like it's complete so how are you shooting with your phone yes mm. i didn't know what i was doing if you see those first videos mm. manu are they on your page they look like hostage videos <laughs> Check your kid liberals. All right. Now, if you've been arrested at your job, sorry. Hired. <laughs> you're being given money without contract. <laughs> you're like news, newspaper day three. So people can like you they show it's you. It was so bad. Uh-huh. Like I didn't know so how you to. You edit them yourself too. Yeah. Using what? I didn't no, even no know they were editing software. <laughs> me, I was just like, let me tell you. I used to do this thing where I don't have a script. Let's start there. I have like a couple of jokes I want to tell. Mm. I have the story and I'm doing it all from the top of my head. Mm. No edits, no cutting, nothing. So where I forget, you can tell. It was so badly done. Mm. And that was my season my season one just it was so bad. And that was how many episodes season 1 12? I think 12 episodes. Mm. And then I did like some special episodes about like teenage pregnancy. That's when I started gaining momentum because like those are stories the way they were told in the media, it was like It's like these girls are impregnating themselves and mm-hmm. I'm like eh, this is not yeah, the truth. Yeah, the, the, their teachers so. were doing this, their mm-hmm. uh, kids were not safe in their homes so like what's the other side of the story? So I did the teenage pregnancies that one got like some traction. I did um and then so I established I can't do the longer stories the way I wanted them because they take so much longer to research. So I started doing something called fake work recaps. Mhm. So the quick recaps was like a two two minutes one and a half a minutes to two minutes of like just one story that's hard hitting just like facts joke facts joke mm, facts joke mm. yeah it was the style of the pocket pocket news pocket report you don't know introduce me yes. to pocket report check out that yeah. pocket report thing Watch it's very interesting it's so good uh, and I then really you talk faster yes mm. so you have to like really pay attention because it's like the facts joke mm-hmm. so i i, I took that format which I thought was very interesting instead of, of explaining how do you just lay it so like the, the jokes are also part of the story mm-hmm. so that's how I did fake recaps and that's what I do now oh, okay. daily so the it's style. just to, yeah the style is just like I took the same format but I'm like Kenyan stories that get lost mm. or like stuff that sometimes goes unexplained mm-hmm. that's what I'm like mm. putting my focus on those are the daily drops and then now my season 2 of fake work was like I want to be intentional about like the longer stories so the first thing I did the first episode I did for season 2 was the pedestrian struggle and I just wanted to tell this story from people who are like surviving downtown Nairobi mm. hey if you've been uko sijui what is it called mudurwa mm-hmm. if you ever pass those sides where it's you a vendor and a matatu trying mm. to compete for the same space like it's amazing race but mm. for pedestrians yeah, so, yeah true yeah pedestrians yeah. are not especially this uh, you know like in kitel hurumia chicks yeah because you're all dolled up you know you're in your high heels then you're crossing the road you can't cross with that dignity a chick you, yes. know? you have to know <laughs> People like, are on a ah, Mickey Mouse race over there. Yeah. So I was like I've, I've really suffered as a pedestrian. Like mm. I want to tell this story mostly for myself from yeah. someone who has suffered. Like what's up with this expressway, man? Yeah. Like there are no places for guys to cross? I 
did that story. I was like, huh? you guys are building roads and you're forgetting the most important people yeah. on this road. Yeah. In fact, there's no place for guys there's to walk. There's no, yes. You should go to uh, Apple. I that think road. I'll do a recap again. I maybe because should. I did that Kitambo. But can I download one of them and put them here? Yes. Like over here when yes. we're talking. Yeah? So there's this place. Uh, it's called Airport North Road. Mm. So when you're leaving the the Mombasa or the main road to go into Pipeline Airport North Road, yes. there, there are many guys there in the morning walking on the road because there's, there's no, no pedestrian. Yeah, there's no pedestrian like place for people to walk. And this is literally a jo- <laughs> like this is one of the jokes I wrote even in that like the pedestrian like Mombasa Road is I think the worst one. Mm. Other roads have tried. Like Ngong Road has really tried. There's like the spaces for pe- obviously they're being gentrified by border guys. Border guys love being yeah, pedestrians too, you know. Yeah, they they, even ride on they the have path. a duality of existence. <laughs> they're like, they're well. also pedestrians <laughs> on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> so like at least Ngong Road isn't that bad. Thicker Road also the same issue where border guys try and gentrify. But Mombasa Road is easily the worst. Mm. And ironically, places like Mombasa like are more considerate to pedestrians places like Kisumu actually Kisumu is probably the best right. Kisumu and Kakamega they are probably more accommodative to pedestrians um, Eldoret I don't know it's mm. here neither here nor there it depends with the area yeah, because guys run more yeah yeah mm-hmm. shout out to <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Manus shout out to Manus for my classmates let me throw in a line there <laughs> But so yeah. so yeah yeah but no that's that's quite interesting man. Yeah. So you how did that the pedestrian story go? Did it go? Did it get a lot of traction? I don't think those stories are getting a lot of traction as I would have hoped. But the people who've watched the episodes are like, yeah, more people should actually be speaking about this because like pedestrian deaths are like so high in. I think it's just this very Mombasa road. Like it was ranked the most dangerous road mm. in like. Eastern and Suji where Africa that's a big region to cover for mm. you to have such a dangerous yeah, road. Yeah. yeah we have I think uh, up to a thousand deaths mm. like every three months or something. Yeah. That's crazy. That's man. a lot of people. Maybe they should have you watched Dangerous Roads on YouTube? No, no, no. You've never watched? I've never watched it, but I saw that one for Burundi. Uh. That one where people are riding the oh, bikes. bikes. Yeah, and delivering like, stuff downhill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, dangerous. You should watch Dangerous Road Road Dead Hey. hey. <laughs> You should watch that Kipindi. Yeah? Dangerous. But uh, the one for Congo. Mm. Uh, it's about uh, these guys are traveling from, I think, Kinshasa to some town, Kisangani or something, on the river. Check it, these guys are going to Kisangani. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that thing is sad. But I watched that a lot. Is that, hey, is that the one? People. I think maybe I've seen an excerpt where there's like this kid giant lorry that almost topples over. No, okay, there almost all, all those episodes of lorries which are almost <laughs> <laughs> toppling over. I no, think those ones are the, like the, those the drivers there. I think those are the most qualified drivers in ah, the world because, like, how are they navigating those ah, roads? It's too that's rough. insane. But a thousand deaths that's crazy. That's man. a lot of and people. there's no one who cares about this. The issue is, as much as people care, there's like the issue is the implementation. Mm, you understand? Like, there's a guy who volunteers to cross to help kids cross roads every day mm-hmm. because he understands how dangerous that is. That mm. guy doesn't. I'm pretty sure he has a job, but he's pretty like he has to leave his place job, of work, yeah. make sure a bunch of. And the problem with like 
uh, Nairobi schools, it's their kids who probably live at three, the kids who live at four, the kids who live at five or six because they're still studying. Mm-hmm. So he has to be there for another like three oh, or four yes. hours. So it's yeah. basically his job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing he's doing is their side hustle, Marvin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I've done like uh, just to that to your point, I've done stories about like period poverty, and that's something like one of the MPs right now is it MPs or Senate senators? No, the lady. Yeah, Gloria Oroba, if I'm not wrong. Like she's really pushing for like ending period poverty. I've done episodes on even like this time with this particular season, the second season, I really tried to be uh, to expand. So not just to do, I did debt, mm. I did um, abortion care, mm. and I also did like something for like the culture. I did mm. like two episodes on ke- the Kenyan music industry, mm. where it's like I'm trying to balance, like the, all these stories matter mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And that's the reception, like have you gotten some uh, corporates looking for you, man, after I, your very hard work? So, okay, so I've been lucky. Are you the host of uh, Fake Walk with Justine? I'm calling from Oxfam. 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 Accounting department. Please, can you call me? Please, make those calls come. But then you go, you don't even know the job. Yeah, I'm, like me, I'm there. I'm there. See, you You guys said you have a. You like my episodes. <laughs> So yeah. how's it been? I've been lucky the 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 episode I did on debt uh I picked the industry uh some of the people who work in the industry and they're always trying to explain these complex things to like regular people that like we really love this episode we would love to do a collaboration with you on this thing on this thing so that way I've been able to do other jobs mm. because of that particular episode because mm. like a lot of people in corporate in the corporate world they love statistics and numbers so when you you tell me you know three percent of the 55 percent quarter yeah. i'm like what are you talking yeah, about like what are you saying yeah yeah if there's one thing i agree yes <laughs> so they were interested in your... yeah so like i find people who want to break down complex information uh, they find the way I do my work interesting mm. for them to be able to relate that they've not kind seen of that. Yeah. And, and 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 you do it very brilliantly. That's why I think you're very smart because some of us can't do those things. Eh? You and guys then, have had Skia, mm. you're writing it yourself. Yes. Every single team, joke. Every single Beyond the plastic girls. I would plastic <laughs> cup girls. <laughs> I don't know if I've gotten like those promotion people, like those guys for what is it called? Huh? For a house of leather, for <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the plastic up boys. No, what is plastic? Cup? Those guys will hang out with Kevin Hart. Oh no. Don't I don't have I don't have that crew. Hold on, let me restart that camera. Okay.